You're listening to episode 309 of the Membership Guys podcast, and I've got a bit of good news and a bit of bad news. The good news is it's my birthday. That's right. This episode is going out on my birthday. How awesome is that? I think it's possibly the first time it's ever happened. This is great. But the bad news is, well, bad news for you guys, I never work on my birthday. I've made it to 38 without ever working on my birthday. And as much as I love you guys, as much as I love the show, I'm not quite sure I want to break that pattern. So I'm sorry, guys, I'm going to have to take the day off. I don't know what that means for the show, but I guess we're going to find out. But for now, I'm heading off because there's a birthday cake literally with my name on it. You're listening to the Membership Guys podcast, bringing you proven practical tips and advice from the leading experts on growing a successful membership business each and every week. And now, here's your host, Mike Morrison. Okay, so he wasn't kidding. He's actually gone. So I guess that means you're stuck with me for this episode then. And for those of you who don't know me, I'm Callie, other half of the membership guys, and apparently the one who picks up the slack. Now, while Mike is dropping by with great membership tips and tactics for you every week, you may not know that once a year I do a deep dive podcast series myself with some of our academy members, and we go behind the scenes of their membership journeys, exploring the highs, the lows, why they started a membership, what they offer, how they get and retain members, all that good, juicy stuff. It's one of my absolute favorite things to do because... I don't know about you, but I love to hear about other people's journeys. So all of that's to say, as Mike's decided to take this week off, I guess I'm going to share some insights from my guests of last season with you. And as we're all aware, the last year has been a lot. For many of us, we've been stuck in one lockdown or another. I don't think I've left the house since March. And the pandemic has affected us all to some extent. But for many, a membership site is the thing that has actually helped them to weather this period. Like Karen, who had to close down her brick and mortar dog training business at the start of the pandemic and launched a membership instead. So I started building the membership uh, early on this year, so January or so, and I wasn't sure why I was building it. I just sort of felt some kind of a need. And by March, I realized what that need was, and it was good old COVID. And I was really lucky in that I could really pivot quickly and move my brick and mortar students into the membership quickly and also launch to a greater population. Awesome. So you'd already started building the membership, but then the, you know what, hit the fan and (laughs) you kind of were already in that good position to be able to launch this quite quickly. Exactly. And I'd been doing online courses for two years already. So it wasn't super, super new to me, but the membership side of things definitely was. So I'd love to know then making that shift from the the more brick and mortar based to the membership. Now, obviously, a lot of that was kind of instigated by events and things closing down or in-person work closing down. But did you find that you had any pushback from your audience on doing that? Or were they actually quite appreciative of the fact that they could now do this online experience instead? I was honestly blown away at how much support I was getting from my students. I do have the best students and I've known that for more than 10 years, but this was really overwhelming and the, the support that I received was incredible. I think I only had about five requests for refunds and they were 
for the most part, very understanding in the sense that they were willing to wait until later in the summer until we figured out what was really happening. So that was refunds for your in-person services? Exactly. Okay. And so did you, with your in-person clients, did you grandfather them into the membership or was that a separate offer to them? So I grandfathered them in, I I calculated what they had remaining as a credit, and then I put that towards this membership. So they would get three months free or a month free or six or 12 months free, depending on how much they had in there. Or I would just make the adjustments based on what their needs were. If they needed more private training, then I would just adjust that to say, okay, you've got three months in the membership and you've got two live calls with me that we can work through your specific challenges. And I love that while Karen was already in the process of thinking about a membership site, the closure of her in-person business at the start of the pandemic really fired her up and got her to launch quickly, essentially saving her livelihood. And it's been so successful that she might not ever reopen her brick and mortar business at all now. And while Karen took action and launched during the pandemic, we also saw established membership site owners make changes and pivots in order to better serve their audience during this time. Like Katie, who quickly changed her content strategy and reduced her price to actually better help teachers who were being forced online for the first time due to the pandemic. It's interesting you mentioned that business has been going well during the pandemic because, <laughs> as you said, I completely understand the, the feeling of guilt from it. But at the same time, you're offering something that people need right now. So Absolutely. it's great that you actually have that to help people. And yeah. when you say that it's been going well, is that because more music teachers in particular are having to find ways to work online now and therefore that, that need for that tech support is greater? Yes, huge, huge need. It was literally within a couple of weeks back in February and March where just suddenly... It, all of the schools around the world just switched online. For all teachers around the world, no matter what subject area, it's really hard, really hard. But for the music teachers, there are extra challenges <laughs> just because of what they're teaching. And at that time, I, I had to pivot instantly. I was in the middle of actually getting together a course, which I was about to launch. When all of this happened, I thought that is so far down the priority list. And I just pivoted to doing some emergency webinars. I ran one webinar, which had a big turnout to it. And it was about school closures, what to do in this school closure situation and how to pivot to online teaching. And the teachers just had to have such a a learning curve with how to use Zoom, how to use Google Meet, how does this work? Can we all sing and play together online at the same time around the world? No, it is not possible. You need to refocus. You need to think of other things. So you have to think of other ways to approach uh, their, their teaching essentially. And I think that from a business point of view that that got a lot of attention and and goodwill from everybody because I was offering so much content for free and it just continued from there. And this was a win-win as Katie got to help so many people throughout the year, enabling those teachers to succeed in difficult circumstances, but at the same time, enabling her to double her own membership and success as well. So that was a great result for everybody. And of course, 2020 wasn't just about the pandemic. There were a lot of other important issues brought to light too, particularly with racism and the need for more diversity in business. And for my guest, Carol, whose membership focus is entirely on helping businesses with diversity, this was a time where she was able to create great impact. Even here in the UK, this is much more of a prominent topic in people's minds these days as well. So I'd imagine that that 
obviously, whilst you don't necessarily want to capitalize on what's happening at the moment, you're, you've got those resources, you've got that that expertise and that membership there. So, so actually, the fact that you can reach out to CEOs and you already have this information that people are looking for right now is a great thing, I think. Yeah. And, and there, there are lots of ways to approach it. You're correct, Callie, in saying, I don't want to merchandise what's happening. But <clears throat> I had begun Zoom tutorial programs in April because of the economy and because I thought D&I was going to be somewhat of a dormant topic at that time. The Zoom tutorials took off. So I'm very busy in that area. And people know that I've been in, in the DNI space for a long time. So when this happened on Memorial Day here in the United States with George Floyd and things started blowing up, then my phone started blowing up. So it is an interesting combination of the skill set that I'm using in the technology arena. I've been using Zoom for almost five years. I have the equipment for a number of reasons. I've been doing online coaching for a number of years. So that was a natural space for me to walk into. But then when this happened, and what I'm seeing taking place and, and with the phone ringing, I'm in, in de- dealing with inquiries all the time now, I have a duty to come into the space and to speak truth because there's some things I'm very critical of, even in the DNI space, that relate to my members and relate to the botched job that we've done for decades with this topic. So the membership site now is more important than ever because of the times that we're living in. So Takeaway one then is really just how beneficial a membership can be in times of change and turmoil, not just for the membership site owner themselves, but for the people that they actually provide help and support for as well. Memberships are game changers at the best of times. And in 2020, they prove that even more. Something else that became apparent from my guest, though, was just how many different ways there are to run a membership site and that there isn't a one size fits all approach or formula. My guest coach Pamela in particular discussed how she moved from a more traditional content and community style membership model to a high level coaching model, enabling her to provide a more intimate and in-depth experience for her members. I don't want to say I hate content creation, but I do hate content creation. I I feel like I'm a slave to trying to create content. And so after a few months of that, I just realized I didn't want to create content like that because I just felt like I was on a treadmill. And so what I would do for the members is because I didn't want to create content, I would just coach them. I would just offer like a half an hour coaching just to get out of content creation. And then what I realized is that that is what they were getting the results from was the coaching. And that, you know, the content was important, but the coaching was really essential. So I took a step back and I I closed down the membership for at least six months to rethink and to get my mindset I would say out of that, what I thought a membership should be like, kind of like, oh, this is what everybody else is doing to say, you know, what makes sense for me and my business? What makes sense for my clients to have the results that I'm looking for? And that means that I need to put coaching front and center because the whole point of my creating this membership is because they can't coach with me one-on-one. I know that. So I got to build this in a way that offers coaching, but not just a little bit of coaching. Meanwhile, Felicia Lowe is running her membership site alongside a successful product business and shop. So is the plan for it to always run alongside the the physical business? So you, you run the two in parallel or have you ever 
considered just focusing only on the membership. It sounds like the former that you want to continue with both. I think that they work very well together. And so when I started working on building the school, it was really, really important for me to focus like 100% of my attention on building the school so I could just get it up and running. But the more and more I see the two of them together, I see where they overlap. I see where they're symbiotic. I see where they feed each other. So, you know, somebody who's coming to us at Sweet Georgia and buying yarn, they have questions very specifically about, well, I don't know what to make with this yarn. I don't know what to do with it. Or if like, I love this yarn, but I want to make a sweater, but I don't have a pattern. How do I make it to my measurements? How do I make it fit me? So there's a lot of education that we can provide to someone in that way. And so I see more and more like course content that would help customers of Sweet Georgia, but at the same time develop some of those customers into people who are fiber curious, people who are interested in, oh, what can I do with this yarn if I weave with it? What can I do with this yarn if I use it for a tapestry? What can I, you know, do with all of these other things? And um, sort of helping, helping them broaden their perspective of what fiber is and what it could be. I feel like um, my job is to be the the tour guide to show people, hey, there's this cool thing over here. Have you seen this? Like you could do this. <laughs> and uh, to just kind of open people up to the possibilities of things beyond just knitting with it. And I love that Felicia's actually tried different types of memberships throughout the years, including a subscription box before she landed on her current formula, which is working really well for her. And we also have Steve, who's taken the approach of only offering a high ticket annual membership that launches for just five days a year. Because of the types of transformations that we're working on, a short term membership isn't going to work for people. It's really designed around helping people get results. And if somebody's only going to join for two or three months, I can't help them get serious results. You know, it takes a long time to go through major life transitions. If you see people like who joined three years ago and where they are today, they've gone through so many changes. <laughs> Their life can be radically different. They may be living in a different uh, city or country. They may have a totally different career path, a different relationship life. So we work on some really big, deep transformations. And that's the kind of work that gives me a lot of joy. But it takes time for people to build the courage to make those types of changes. So I deliberately did it as a one-year mem minimum membership because I wanted to discourage dabblers from joining. I, I thought it would just be much more fun and interesting and engaging for me too, just to work with the people who are, they're seriously dedicated. Like they're in this for the long game. And really I tell people, think of it as like a five-year commitment. You only have to renew on an annual basis. But if you're going to go in with this type of community, it's better if you're really all in and you start thinking, okay, let me invest in this for the next five years and see where it'll take me because then you're going to get better results. So Steve is doing great things with his membership, even though most people wouldn't necessarily consider it a traditional membership model. So takeaway two then is that there's no membership model out there for everyone. And actually, if you look beyond just a standard monthly training membership, we've seen people creating all kinds of different approaches based on how they want their business to run and what best serves their members. From low-cost communities to high-ticket coaching, everything is possible with a membership model if you focus on what is going to serve you and your members. But more than anything, the reason I and my guests love running a membership is that it allows you to create the life you want to lead with more freedom, flexibility and fulfillment than ever before. For Marisha, it's enabled her to create a business that accommodates her health issues, provides her with a good income and helps her serve thousands of other speech practitioners.
Overall then, what impact would you say having the membership has had for your life and your business so far? Huge impact. Like I mentioned before, just with the different health issues I've had, it's been amazing to be able to run the membership and have the flexibility to take a slower week if I need to. I definitely put in, like in the very beginning, I would work like 100 hour weeks and it like that wasn't uncommon when I clocked that many hours. And so it's just cool that I feel like I put in the time and the work then. And so I kind of get to reap the benefits of it now and just have more flexibility and freedom. It also just is, I don't know, it's just really fulfilling to be able to do this. I remember having a conversation with my dad when I was in high school because I was in a cool program where I got to take some graphic design courses and psychology and I really admired my teachers. And so I was saying, I want to be like a teacher and graphic designer and do research. And I listed off all of these random things that I wanted to do. And then just a couple of years ago, I was thinking back to that conversation and I was like, wait, that's what I'm doing now. I get to do graphic design and educational content and all of that. So it's just really cool to see. And it feels kind of like it happened on accident, but yeah, it's like my dream job. Well, for Trish, a membership has not only been life-changing for her and her family, but it's also enabled her to have a greater impact and reach more people by creating a more affordable option for her audience. It has changed my business. It has given me core confidence in my business. I mean, really in what I know I can make my business, what I know is possible. And you guys have shown me that. And and also I think what gives me that courage is like, oh, when I have a question, I don't have to figure it out on my own. I now have people. I now have a community of the academy that I can go ask. I can go ask you. Like that has been life-changing for me. So knowing that I can grow my business this way, but also, so it's the excitement of what I can be able to provide for my family. We really enjoy international travel, even with young kids. And that's really important to us. And so the whole goal is to be able to be location independent and to retire my husband. And I do believe that I can retire him. So kind of formulating that game plan. And then also I think for me, it's a, the the deep soul stuff of knowing I am offering people something that everybody can afford. It breaks my heart when people are, well, I wish I could get help, but I can't. Or people who want to go get therapy, but they're like, but I don't have insurance. Or in the States, we have insurance problems. Other people might not, but (laughs) that's some messed up systems. So there's so many people that want to do something, want help, want change, want support or just a cheerleader. And they've been marginalized so much because of a financial situation. So the joy I have, I feel like my business actually serves the world because it, I made something affordable that most people that typically would be very high priced. For Warwick, while starting a membership site wasn't easy, especially when he left a six-figure salary to do so, he's happier and more fulfilled than ever. I, I don't work for anybody else. I quit my job, my big corporate job, uh, six-figure job in July last year, and my income has fallen by like 90%. So, you know, it's been a massive challenge for me to get through, particularly right now. But I feel more invigorated and more energized and more excited about life and my business and the difference I'm making than I ever have in my entire life. I just feel like I'm making a really big difference to people and it's making me just really, really motivated. So from a mental state and from a happiness point of view, it's made me, it's like a 180 from my previous life. So that's that. From a financial point of view, 
I've got some income. Like, you know, it's okay. I'm getting a decent amount of money. Not not huge, but listen, it pays for rent and it pays for food and it attracts other business like coaching clients and bits and pieces here and there. So between all of that, it's I'm getting an income. And I feel a bit like, you know, if you can sell it to 10 people, you can sell it to 100,000 people. You know what I mean? Like if this is a global business, I've got people from all over the world. There's billions of people in the world. There are millions and millions of account managers in the world. I've proven it's worthwhile. I've proven I can keep members. They're not dropping off like flies. I have good engagement. I've got a solid business model. It's just now executing it. So it's all validation. You know, you're like, okay, that idea works. People want it. I'm making a difference. I can make money at this and live my passion. All of those things are amazing. And for John, he not only has huge goals for his own membership, wanting to hit 100K per month in revenue, but he's already thinking about how once he hits that goal, he can give back in the future as well and help underprivileged communities with his membership site. The goal that I've always had in mind is to reach that 100,000 recurring revenue. And and I know I'll reach it. It's just a matter of time. So that's uh, where I want to go to. And the next goal after that, I don't know. It's if I get there, I'll be like, okay, what's next? Ten thousand members? I don't know. Um, I've, all, I've been thinking about maybe selling the academy if someone wants to buy it, and then do something different because I know teaching English in Spain is a massive market, <laughs> and I'll probably want to get into that. And also, the next step is helping people who are in need, like in you know, third world countries who don't have access to Excel. I want to give those courses for free. So I want to find a way for people like um, them, unfortunate enough to to have access to Excel because I know if they can learn Excel, then it will give them more opportunities in life. And sometimes it really is just all about being able to relax and spend time with your family without having to worry about money. Something that Warren has been able to achieve, making more money with less income streams and without spending all of his time working and away from his young family. There was a time I was working like 12 hours a day. I was teaching locally. I teach in-home piano and teaching like six, seven students a day. Then after that, I'd go to band rehearsal. Then I'll have a gig in another state. I'd have to drive two, three hours. It was very hassling. I you know, had four different revenue stream, but it, it was all trading time for money. And so once the membership grew to the level where I was like, I don't need to be doing any of this anymore. So once I quit that, I realized just how much more time I have in the day. So now I probably work five hours a day (laughs) and just spend the rest of the day hanging out with my son or my wife, watching TV, going for walks, hikes. And so I've regained a lot more time in, in terms of my life. And I realized that I'm offering a lot more value to thousands of people around the world. I'm really able to take people from point A to point B, which is a a fulfilling feeling to know that I can be changing so many lives across the world while only working a few hours a day. So those are some huge impacts. So now I don't do anything else beside the business, the membership, because my son was born last July. So I wanted to spend like the first four months just not even working really. So the only thing I sort of do right now is the church. I'm still the music director there, which is a paid position. But that's also because being a membership site owner about gospel music, being in a church and still functioning in that capacity as music director makes more sense because it definitely builds authority there. And so that's just sort of the only two things I do now alongside the the membership. I really do love 
what memberships make possible. And I love the ability for a membership to give you whatever you want, whether you want a lifestyle business that gives you a a little bit of extra money each month, or whether you're like John and you want to hit hundred K per month and have that seven, eight figure business that helps you to then help others. There's no right or wrong when it comes to a membership site. It is all about what you, is best for you and as I mentioned before, for your members as well. And this is one of the things I love exploring in my Behind the Membership podcast because everybody has such a different story. So each of my guests, not just on season four, but on all of the episodes so far, have their own reasons for choosing a membership model. And while they'll all tell you it's not always easy, the freedom, flexibility, fulfillment it can bring makes it more than worth it. I hope you've enjoyed kind of hearing a little bit of snippets from the podcast today. And if you want to hear more from the people that I've shared clips from with you today, then head on over to BehindTheMembership.com to listen to all of the current episodes, or you can head to TheMembershipGuys.com slash 309 to find the links specifically to the people mentioned here. And also make sure to subscribe to Behind the Membership on your podcast app as our new season is starting next Thursday, the 17th of June. And I'd love to have you listen. And I suppose that's... All right, all right, all right. I know I said I was going to take the day off and I know I've never worked on my birthday, but I've also never missed an episode of the Membership Guys podcast. And I feel bad by depriving you of another fantastic episode. I mean, I've received so many great gifts that how that made me think how bad would it be for me to deny you all the gift of another great episode from me for the Membership Guys podcast. So, okay, let's do this. Let's record episode 309. Callie, can you hang, hang on? Why are you even in the podcast studio anyway? Don't worry about it. What do you mean, don't worry about it? Hang on. Why is the recording light on? Don't worry about it. Have you just have you just taken over my podcast? Don't worry about it. I can neither confirm nor deny. All right, so now I see it. You planned this out. It's taken 309 episodes, but you finally attempted to usurp me. You've lured me out of the room with cake, and so while I've been devouring cake, you've just taken over the show, right? You've eaten all the cake already, haven't you? Don't worry about it. Right. Yeah. Let's end it there then. Okay. It seems like I'm not needed. It seems like episode 309 is in the can. So let's wrap things up there. It's my show now. Oh, (laughs) yeah. You get your own podcast. Actually, no, the last time I told you to do that, you, you did and everyone liked it more than mine. (laughs) When, when's the next, (laughs) when's the next season of that out, by the way? Uh, Thursday, 17th of June, next Thursday, guys. All right, I suppose. I suppose you should listen to that too. That is it from us for this week. We're going to have a serious conversation. I'll be back again next week as normal service resumes with another installment of the Membership Guys podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. The Membership Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be, or whether your website's already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. 
With our extensive course library, step-by-step -step membership roadmap, exclusive member-only discount perks and tools, as well as our supportive, active community that will help you along the way with feedback, encouragement, and advice, the Membership Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage, and grow a successful membership business. Check it out at membershipacademy.com.